0: you guys are in such good sync coming up on verse course verse you guys should have never trusted hollywood <laughs> that's it i can't get them to scream why do they always send me? it's too bad Sun has set. Come
1: alive. welcome
0: to we verse course verse i am dl with me is evil hollywood jimmy evil how are you today uh, i'm doing so good yeah yeah this is an afternoon recording I'm not used to this. I'm not either. It's Sunday afternoon, which is even weirder. Yeah. I feel like if I drink, God is going to punish me.
2: He would have done it already.
0: (laughs) Wait, no, you're supposed to drink at church, right? Don't you drink wine?
2: I mean, like a sip.
0: Hey. Hey. That's something.
2: Wine, sip of wine, bottle of tequila. Yeah. Tomato,
1: tomato. It's all the same.
0: That other voice that you hear Joining me today is Rachel, violent pornography. Just kidding. <laughs> <I> would... <laughs> that's not true. We'll say Rachel, the regulator polio. That's fine. But that just makes me think 90s hip hop. So that's true. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm pumped. Let's do this. S-
0: you got the hiccups. See? You've got some chips and dip. <laughs> I will fire you. Um, <laughs> It has been, when was the last time us three? Oh, we did Woodstock. That was only a few weeks ago. Yeah. That ended up being an awesome one. Very positive feedback on that one. People really enjoyed the member berries from that episode. (laughs) Oh, good. That's good to hear. People, you know what I have learned doing this podcast? Everybody in the fucking world loves Green Day. Yeah. 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 Everybody. Anytime we talk about Green Day,
1: it doubles everything. I feel like the people who don't like Green Day... Don't like them because they're likable.
0: Well, I think, mm. but I think people will also hate listen to Green Day stuff. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll so, hate listen.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> we we have a lot of hate listeners. We've got listeners now from Mexico, starting about a week. That's awesome. Yeah, we didn't have any Gracias. in Mexico. Rachel, don't we want to keep them? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here today? Well, last week, Evil and I. Essentially, fanboyed out for four hours about
1: oh my god I know. <laughs> about system of <laughs> yeah. a
0: down. I I had no idea that it was going to be such a. I thought it was going to be interesting. I didn't realize how much we yeah. were going to fawn over them. I know me either. That was surprising. And then we wanted to bring Rachel in, which I think would bring possibly a whole different perspective on this style of music.
1: Perhaps. (laughs) Uh,
0: Rachel, how familiar were you before now with System of a Down?
2: Okay. Fun fact. I thought I was very unfamiliar. And then I listened to this album and I was like, oh, wait, I dated a guy in 2005 that fucking loved System of a Down. Really? And so, yes. And so I actually had heard most of this album already. So I was pretty familiar with it.
1: That's crazy. It wasn't because i dated some guy in 2005 but i had a similar mm-hmm. experience <laughs> listening to this album for the band breakdown that we did last episode i was like i don't think i know that album very well and i listened to it and i'm like i know pretty much this whole album yeah. everything from this album yeah
0: it, were you familiar with this album or just system of a down in general um
2: both but i was kind of surprised how much of this one that i knew mm-hmm. awesome
0: he sounds like a wonderful person <laughs> i'm sorry that it didn't work out
2: it's fine it's better this way <laughs>
0: um this wasn't technically their last album but it came from the last batch of recordings that they did i like to consider this the good portion of their last (laughs) yeah have you listened to hypnotize it all ever rachel which was the second album that came out kind of with this you know
2: I don't know. I tried to listen to it today and the kid protested because he was scared. Um, and so <laughs> I should have listened to it before today, but uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head.
0: I think that's a good thing if you're a young child. is. I think that means you're doing a good job as a mom. Whereas me, I sent you guys a video of my daughter walking around singing <laughs> this album last night. Yeah. Different styles of parenting. Let's get to the most important part of the night. Before we break this down, uh, what are we drinking today, today. on a Sunday at 3 15 your time? Rachel, what do you have today? What
2: do I have today? I have a house wine, caserita, casarita, casarita <laughs> cocktail in a, a can. house wine? House wine is the company. All the stuff they have is like white wine and rosé. I think they might have a Merlot in a can, but I can't bring myself to do that. So it's a, is it a margarita? Um, so I it's a yeah, it's just a little cocktail in a can. It's a margarita in a can. What
0: are the ingredients? Does it say?
2: Um Corn probably, syrup. probably just mostly sugar.
0: <laughs> I see evil has not gotten rid of his dark passenger. <laughs> Got the black one going still. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, it doesn't have ingredients. It says grape wine with natural flavors. <laughs> oh,
0: that's great. That's a great sign. That yeah. is not gonna. That's not gonna give you a headache at all. <laughs> Great. This will be fine. I'm gonna go next because it looks like evil is definitely gonna win today. Oh. Um, I am drinking. I am drinking life. I am drinking agua. I don't feel good. <laughs> last night I was kind of starting to get sick yesterday, and in defiance, I decided to get drunk last night. <laughs> um, Just
1: burn it out of your body.
0: I was trying to make Rachel proud of me today. I had essentially no notes on this i had like two and a half pages i was gonna keep it super simple Hmm. after this month i feel like i fucking know this band like the back of my hand now and then last night i got freaked out and (laughs) and and got more drunk and i drank too much scotch and wrote too many notes and so (laughs) so now i'm hurting and i'm sick and I don't think my notes make any sense at all. Your mom
2: is going to be so, so proud of this episode.
0: She is. Hey, I think I've said that before and I will edit this one out too. Love you, mom. Evil, what are
1: you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking an Americano. Oh, yum. Not a, not a coffee Americano, oh. <laughs> a cocktail Americano. What? Um, so
0: what are your ratios?
1: One to one sweet vermouth. So it's usually sweet vermouth to Campari with some soda water to top it and orange slice to garnish. Mm. I'm actually using Aperol instead of Campari. It's a little lighter afternoon. I like both of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Um, Yeah. It's hot. It's warm. It's like in mid eighties today. And it's nice. Yeah. (sighs) So I wanted something a little refreshing.
0: It's very, very rainy here. Big fucking shocker. You made what looked to be some fucking really good paella last night. I was Yes, I did. It was I very was good. Jealous. Yeah. Now Super tasty. Paella. I'm mad. <laughs> we aren't going to waste any more time. I had to cut out probably about an hour's worth of <laughs> Evil <laughs> oh, and I God. talking about this album last week. Oh jeez. So oh. we <laughs> I have a feeling this might take a while. We'll try to make this not go For six hours I think it'll be fine Rachel will keep us on track we're gonna take a break we'll be right back someday Rachel you're gonna eat before you hang out with us what never or I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy you like gummy bears or something. Like something very quiet to chew on. I'm going to start sending them to your house. You're a good man. We are back. Rachel's eating chips. Evil's eating and fueling and training, according to his shirt. <laughs> I'm going to start this off with a quote. I want you both to guess. This is a quote that Malakian, the lead guitarist, main songwriter, besides Serge... This is a quote that he has in the album Liner Notes. In your world, you can take a pen and write on a piece of paper and destroy 200,000 people or more and it's okay because you don't have to see it. That is a quote from a famous person that he put in the Liner Notes. Do you guys know who said that? No. No. Real stand-up citizen, (laughs) very famous for his good deeds and trials and tribulations for- Hitler. You're close. Mussolini. Charles Manson.
1: Mm.
2: Ooh.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but they are not big fans of where they grew up. <coughs> they don't love Hollywood very much. I don't know how we were supposed to make that out from listening to this Which, album. You know, same Rachel made a good point. I don't remember if it was in the chat or, or or text or what, but Rachel said, Why didn't they just move? Which they couldn't do as a kids. It's not feasible. But they, I think they Probably still live. Yeah. I feel like they might
2: have the money to get Cal- out of this point. California,
0: California. Maybe. like Sidonia. Maybe. Yeah, it's a lot of bitching about it for still staying there. Mm. So, so that's like kind that. of a good point. It's a half good point. David? Rachel, mm. I got to start with uh, the actual album. Mm. We're talking about Mesmerized by System of a Down. Came out in May of 2005. It was supposed to be a double album. They listened to all of it together and realized that nobody would get through the whole thing. So they just decided to release them six months apart. It is of my personal opinion that, well, I should start with Darren Malakian and Rick Rubin are credited as producing. At this time, I think Darren had a lot more of a stake in the band than Surge did. Mm. I think Surge kind of had one foot out the door. (laughs) I still think Surge, bless you.
2: Thank you. Sorry. Did
0: a great job on this album. Why did they always send the poor? Yeah. yeah. I want to start with Rachel. Are you, are, Rachel, are you sick?
2: No, it's allergies. I went outside and don't, did some outside things. Did
0: you do yard work?
2: Uh, yeah, a little bit. So proud of you. Thank you.
0: Wow. What are some initial thoughts on this album, Rachel?
2: Again, I had probably heard this entire album before. I don't remember hearing all of it, but a lot of it was very familiar to me. I definitely liked sitting down with it with the lyrics because you cannot understand a fucking word anyone's saying at all for 95% of this album, which is fine. Um, But I think I got a lot more out of it every time I listened to it. And so I got to liking it a little bit more the more I listened to it. So
0: I'll just start using the phrase more. It wasn't just a hate listen for you.
2: <laughs> no I thought it was going to be I thought when you invited yeah. me that it was I was just the, gonna be the punching bag for you too after you had that <laughs>
0: well it's not a punching What's bag that it's more of a y-
2: circle jerk ying
0: to over- y- ying ying to your yang I figured that we gotta branch out at some point right you made me sure. talk about Taylor Swift get- I can make you talk about system of a down that
2: was one time
0: I- I'm only making you talk about system of a down one time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's,
0: That's fair. fair. That's fair. Evil. We kind of, unbeknownst to us, came to about the same exact conclusion to this album when we studied this for the System of a Down episode, which is that this was kind of the System of a Down had their formula perfected in this album. That yeah, yeah. We both kind of shared that opinion. Can you expand on that? Ooh, I can. <laughs> I I feel That's what like what she said. Too late. Come on. Sorry. Rachel, oh ask me what the most important thing about comedy is. Sorry. Timing.
1: Okay, go ahead, Evil. <laughs> it's uh, timing. I think you alluded to something earlier, talking about how this was part of their last group of recordings and that it was kind of... It, I think we both think that this is the better of the two albums that they decided to split the music into by far yeah same goes with their previous recordings which was toxicity and steal this album i feel like if they would have released toxicity and then this album and then like pieced out how impactful would that have been yeah and then maybe released like b-sides later but didn't do actual official album releases for steal this album and uh hypnotize what a catalog that would have been yeah. their debut and then toxicity and this album holy it would have been awesome but i do there are like five songs on steal this album that i love though right but as an album individually those are some good songs but you know god we already talked at infinitum about about the rest of their catalog so i'll try, bring it back here They made their first album very good. Toxicity, definitely more mature. You can hear the Rick Rubin influence there. Uh, Their songwriting improved a ton. But with this album, they just feel more naturally them. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a perfect mix of the heaviness, silliness, the abstract craziness that makes everything they do good. And it all works very seamlessly with this album
0: very true we have to guess each other's favorite songs oh rachel what is evil's favorite song on mesmerize
2: violent pornography
0: that is the tagline for the episode (laughs) um, i am the whole point of this episode was just to get rachel's voice saying that so i can blackmail her anytime i want yeah sorry dad um what about what about me what's my favorite
2: um, this cocaine makes me feel like I'm on this song.
0: You put a lot. <laughs> you write a lot on my relationship with cocaine. <laughs> yeah, so? I, and PSA, and, and especially since my mom listens, everyone, I don't actually do cocaine. Oh, I know. Um, we know. But man, it's a fun drug. <laughs> um, as, as, as evident by that song. I'm going to go next because I think I get to cheat. Yeah. And... This is the beauty of having a podcast, meaning that I get to be on every episode, so I get to cheat. Because I am fairly certain that Evil's favorite song in this album is Cigaro. Mm. Damn it. And I'm fairly certain because I think he basically told me that in the last (laughs) episode. (laughs) But Rachel, I have no idea. And I thought about this a lot. I know that lyrics mean a lot, and I think the lyrics of this song are amazing. I also think that the this album is so many good fucking hooks, but this hook is poppy, and so I went with Byob. Mm. I think that is Rachel's favorite song. That's on this a really album. good guess. So one of my favorite things to watch, and I know Evil does too, Rachel. If you don't, you need to start. Is people that have listened exclusively to rap their whole yeah. life <laughs> reacting to rock that would be bands? Fun. Yeah,
1: it's so amazing <laughs> the two
0: most fun ones are watching them listen to byob because once it gets to the chorus they're like holy shit this is catchy as hell <laughs> and and then of course rage against the machine yeah. because once he starts rapping because zach raps everybody flips
1: out Good rock rap. it's like good rock yeah.
0: rap kid rock and rage i'm really excited i really am really excited to have kid rock on our next quickfire review you guys haven't checked out his new album yet, <laughs> man. You're missing out. Nope. Mm. Okay, evil.
1: What is Rachel's favorite song on "Mesmerize"? I'm trying something new because if history repeats itself, her favorite song will be my least favorite song. <laughs> <in the album. laughs> and it's not That's that a I good way to don't do like the song. <laughs> I just, it, it's the one that stands out to me the least. I still think this is a good song. And it has this like little Lisa Loeb sounding section Ooh. to it, which I don't know. Uh, and that song is Question. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I have okay. things to
0: say about question. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: Question, coming from Boise, having an exclamation at the end of one word because the library Library!
1: Is- <laughs>
0: library!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing. <laughs> Question. The
0: Boise Public Library has an exclamation point on its sign. If there was ever a sign that doesn't look like an exclamation point belongs on it,
2: it's that. <laughs> the library um, is so
0: exciting. They really,
1: yeah. they really mean yeah. it.
0: Evil, what is my favorite song
1: on this album? I think if I remember right, you said that you listened to this album a lot while you were in the military. I did. And that it resonated with a lot of your friends in the military who didn't necessarily like rock music or metal. Yep. And so I picked BYOB it's a, uh, because it seems to sort of fit in that sort of theme. It's a very, it's, it's a very yeah. good pick. It's an awesome
0: song. I would tell you that my three favorites changed. I think every single day that I right? that I practiced for practiced that I re- <laughs> that I I don't know studied for this whatever you want to say. Those are our favorite guesses. I want to talk about lyrics because I am really interested in Rachel's point of view on these. And we can mm-hmm. start We can start at the beginning. I don't know if you call Soldier Slide its own song, or we can talk about that with BYOB. I just want to know your overall experience with the lyrics first, Rachel. Like, not like? Your terms tend to be great writing or lazy. What did uh, you think?
2: Yeah. I loved the lyrics in this because it was on two totally separate ends of the spectrum in that they were insanely meaningful or they were garbage nonsense yeah and so in that way there was okay that's not entirely true okay one song was completely garbage and it could be taken off the album and that would be fine with me and that's old school hollywood it was pointless
0: well you just blew what your least favorite song is on the album we already i guess we know now it's the
2: worst uh it's just a list and that's stupid i Uh, want you to
0: keep going but since we're on old school hollywood do you know where that song came from yes go ahead
2: he went to a fucking celebrity baseball game and was just kind of naming off people that were at the at the game
0: yeah, so here's my thing about that. But he's poking fun at it. It's this big, weird Hollywood thing. Why'd you fucking go then? Yeah. Like, why'd you go, man? <laughs> I,
2: I feel like the lyrics were written in such a way that it was like, okay, uh, here's three people write a song that has their names. Possible. Like, it was, it was just so, so lazy.
0: Washed up Hollywood. But he yes. was there. He was part of it.
2: I mean, I guess in that way it was clever, but uh, I don't know. I didn't think that song needed to be on this album or written at all. Or
1: written at all. Wow. (laughs) Sorry. Do you have any
0: favorite lines?
2: Probably, my cock is much bigger than yours. (laughs) Or, (laughs) or or, gonorrhea gargonzola.
0: Oh, we're so, we're all so alike. We, we all completely agree (laughs) Uh, on that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: There is something about Rachel, you hit on it and we touched on it in the last episode, but there's something about a song like cigarro where he's saying something as ludicrous as my cock is much bigger than yours but then he gets into this very angry serious yeah are the regulators that you yeah. regulate and you realize what mm-hmm. he's saying i think mm-hmm. it fucking makes it hit way harder yeah
2: mm. no when i was first reading the lyrics i was like this is fucking ridiculous and i was like oh i get it now yeah. this is actually very clever yeah I was very well done
0: clever boys man yep yeah that system evil i have it on good authority you like cigarro i do like cigarro <laughs>
1: yeah I what do, do you enjoy this song what do you like about cigarro everything you just like, like the word cock I've, i <laughs> everything sort of fires on all cylinders for the band with this album i think this song is the epitome of that the lyrics are so ridiculous mm-hmm. but when you actually take the time to peel back the the layers the subtext is brilliant mm-hmm. yeah and the i mean musically it's just I mean, i i just love it i think it's a fantastic song they have a way of making me laugh through a whole song that is super heavy and hard-hitting and like really poignant at the same time i mean that's brilliant that's absolutely brilliant Mm -hmm. to be able to do that not just this song but with others as well and you sing along to the stupidest like gonorrhea gorgonzola (laughs) exactly like having my cock is much bigger than yours, <laughs> yeah. running through your
0: head all day. I'm like,
1: what is wrong with And me? it's
0: one of those things too, where you know <sighs> that you're gonna be like in the store, and you're just gonna start singing it, <laughs> yeah. and some old lady's gonna be right,
1: like, like what? Uh, sorry, like if, <laughs> sorry. If you take so the lyrics out of context, what in the fuck? Yeah. But wrapped in everything else that makes up these songs, it's just ah. Uh. So good. Rachel, you're
0: not a metal person. You're not not a heavy person. We've Mm -hmm. established that. But it sounds like... Not at all. Yeah. But it sounds like you didn't hate this.
2: Not at all. Which makes me wonder, and this is kind of an evil question, I guess, because he's the metalist of everyone. I don't mean to be sassy. Is this even metal then if I like
1: it? That's a great question. That's a very good question. Well, we talked about that last episode mm-hmm. quite a bit. I wouldn't say that they are metal. I think that they're heavy music. Gotcha. But
0: they're their own genre.
1: Yes, I agree. It's heavy music for sure, but it, it has certain overlapping elements mm-hmm. of metal music. It's its own thing for sure. Yeah, gotcha.
0: They're not really anything. And I, I love that. Yep. I said the quote that Rick Rubin said like a hundred times in the last episode. And now I forgot it. Toxicity, their most popular album came out number one and i think it's double plat everybody bought that fucking album everybody did mm-hmm. chop suey was on the radio twice an hour
1: most of the interviews that i watched for the previous episode were from way earlier in their career yeah and they're absolutely hilarious
0: that's the only thing that is a little bit of a bummer on this album is there wasn't a lot of post they knew it was kind of done yeah they won their grammys in 2006 and they you know this and that and i think they won it for do they win it for byob or was it for hypnotize yeah byob i just don't think they had any interest this album is so good Mm -hmm. i picked this album because when i first decided that i wanted to dissect system of a down I figured everybody that listens to a music podcast would figure, well, they're obviously if they're going to dissect an album, it's going to be toxicity. toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. But then like you evil for something about this album was stuck in my head. Why do I feel like this was as good? And then I listened to it once all the way through and I was like, no, we need to talk about this album. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) It's it's more interesting. It's a more interesting album.
0: I really like their their political messages and when he's talking about Armenian genocide and stuff. But this also has this mix of the Hollywood depravity, which I love. Yeah, Any yeah. Anytime somebody's going to talk shit about a specific big city, I will be happy about that. Shout out, L.A., I love I, you. No,
1: I, I, <laughs> you don't. I feel me? like Toxicity is a great album, a very great album. But it... I don't want to say it's like a one one note thing because it's not but it's very much protesty. Yeah. Whereas with mesmerize there's like a cynicism yeah. that allows for more of the hum the humor stands out a bit more and the wacky zaniness stands out a bit more because of that. That cynicism like frames it. I think they just didn't they were like you said they were just kind of done they we don't care at this point and that made it better somehow
0: a lot of political songs are masked in these very cheesy lines or these kind of you know you have to research what is he saying here but when you start your essentially start your album screaming psychotically why do they always send the poor (laughs) that message is pretty fucking clear and it's very i just like it i think it's very simple it's it's clear it spoke to me a lot i just have so much respect for the way that they wrote these songs. This cocaine makes me feel like I'm on this song, Rachel. When he's telling the stepson not to eat the fish, mm-hmm. what the fuck is he talking about?
2: So, from what I gleaned and researched from this song, is it's basically they are on drugs. Like this entire song is just gibberish, and then at the very end, they're like, "Don't do drugs."
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Don't eat the
2: fish. Is the fish is cocaine? Okay. Don't take the brown acid.
0: Don't do drugs. Or you'll write songs like this. Yeah. Um, I love
2: this song, by the way. Hmm? It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was great. It is
1: a great song. There are very simple things that they do recording-wise. And one of them are these little vocalizations. At the very beginning, there's like this stupid beatbox thing that he's doing along with with the, with yeah. the beat. Yeah, I love that stuff so <laughs> much. The little touches like that. Like who does that? Like
0: what? Yeah. How does Rick Rubin hear that and be like, wait, you know what we need? Oh yeah. that's That when we were goofing off in the room and you're doing that weird beatbox thing. Hey, put that in there. Yeah.
1: It's so stupid. I love how stupid it is. I found one theory on the fish. And I, I know nothing about cocaine, but apparently, good, high-quality stuff is known as scaly oh. cocaine because it's kind of yeah. David, you
0: actually so didn't know that. That's, that's surprising. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's
1: true or not. They
0: like to, to call my guy. Point, and like, see if that's true.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, are you getting me that <laughs> scaly? I mean,
0: yeah. How scaly is my powder? Music nerd time. Question five four nine eight. Six oh four, three four, and four four. Five different time signatures in this song. I uh, there is not a musician in the world that could listen to this and not like have an orgasm. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's just, it's so fucking awesome, and it makes the breakdowns in it so much better. And he's maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, was this song awesome or annoying?
2: Awesome, annoying that I had to look it up because. I was like is this something six time or is this five four time <laughs> and then i looked it up and i was like oh because it's fucking five different time signatures every- and that's why i can't <laughs> yeah. understand it
0: well and there's times too where the guitars will be in six four and the drums are in four four like yeah. it's it's yeah. a very underrated musically inclined song I'm trying to think of songs that they've had where they had a, they played acoustic guitar in it yeah that's the lisa Loeb part <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're both wearing Lisa Lobish style glasses today (laughs) (laughs) who wore it better we just want to see David some of my favorite songs on this are not about anything I love radio Mm -hmm. video I can't find it in my notes, but he they, he had like neighbors that had a Kiss album or something that he loved or does do that's, either of you? Did that's
2: you, Danny and Lisa. Yeah. Those were his neighbors when he was a kid.
0: They introduced him to a kick-ass album or yeah. something like that.
2: But it felt like it, at one point it had kind of a Ska vibe to it, but it also had like Armenian yeah. undertones to it as well. Like if you pull well, up some Armenian the music. the like polka yeah, thing yeah. that Ska yeah. does. It's the...
0: yeah. 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 How is it? <laughs> I think that's more of like a oompa loompa, but yeah, that's
2: you're <laughs> close though. That was <laughs> close.
1: And then violent pornography. It's a nonstop disco. <laughs> bet you isn't a disco. Yeah. <laughs> bet bet you didn't know. Bet you, <laughs> bet you didn't know.
0: <laughs> is this song about anything or so
2: what I read and got out of it was that this was kind of I hope my dad doesn't listen to this
0: one. You didn't write the song. <laughs>
2: I didn't write this song. Uh, It says, it's violent pornography, choking chicks, and sodomy. And I was like, that's pretty regular porn these days, right? No? (laughs) Maybe just edit this entirely out.
0: What the hell are you talking about, Rachel? (laughs) What are you watching?
2: (laughs) Well, okay, so I'm not... (laughs) Oh God, I'm so sweaty. Um,
0: I'm not saving you. you. You, you've
1: got to talk your way out of this. This is great content. <laughs> Can I bail her out a little bit?
2: Do here? it, Jimmy, please. Thank God. you. I love you so much. It, it, fucking it all Jimmy.
1: the kind of the end of the song. I think points out what it's about. The lines: "It's on the TV. It's on your TV. Mm-hmm. Turn off your TV." Right? Can you say brainwashing? It's a nonstop disco. I think the the mm. gist is like whatever smut is on media is just getting worse and worse and worse and just shut it off that's the only way out just get away from well
2: and i think that the point that eventually i would have gotten to after a couple minutes (laughs) is that this was written 17 years ago Mm -hmm. me listening to it 17 years after the fact goes is that that big of a thing Maybe not. Like, I don't feel like it's jaded. It's on TV so often that we don't think of it anymore. Like, I I watch movies. Yeah, but we
0: had like, at this time, wasn't Law & Order SVU, like, the biggest show on TV? I think people...
2: Probably. I think it, it comes down to an analogy for, like, consumption and normalization mm-hmm. in these things. Normalization. Of,
1: That's the word. Yeah, That we
2: just become jaded because it's on so often. Yep. And then, like, Evil was saying at the end... Stop. Just turn off your TV. Yeah.
1: Can you say brainwashing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, that, I like it. You know?
2: Okay, we got out of that one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so no, I, I, everybody still knows what you think regular porn is now, Rachel. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I just... <laughs> I didn't think it was that uh, weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Their ability to turn a song with this subject matter into a catchy sing-along song right. is... <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, and ridiculous and but here we are talking about it. Here we so. are. And the sweatshirt comes so, off. <laughs> I'm so warm. <worried. laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I've realized very, very much so over this last month that I fucking love System of a Down. I think they they were, uh, I'm saying were, I don't think that they're ever going to, I hope they don't come out with anything again. I really don't. I think their discography Uh, is... It's complete. Yes, it's complete. I don't want to hear more. I know that that's an unpopular opinion and people clamor for more shit. I don't want it. And... I think even though it technically isn't their last album, I think it's such a good bookend. And I've realized over the last month that I absolutely love this band and I fucking love this album. And for a band that's only come out with like four albums, two practically perfect albums in their discography front to back. I know from the last episode, you have a pretty similar opinion on this. You even picked it as your favorite system of a down album. Yeah.
1: I didn't think that was going to be the case. I didn't think that I knew this album very well. Mm-hmm. And here we are talking about it and I pegged it as my favorite. And when I went back to re-listen to it, cause I haven't really listened to them in years up until recently. Um, these songs are all so good and it all just clicked. And maybe that was just, you know, a little bit of time away from the band. When this album came out, my musical tastes were like changing pretty dramatically. I was getting into more extreme metal and stuff. And so Maybe being a little bit elitist with more commercially viable stuff. A metal fan being an
0: elitist? (laughs) Fucking idiot. Yeah, imagine that. That's
1: none of us are like that (laughs) at all. But in my old age, with the wisdom that comes with uh, such things, I'm looking back and I really dig this album. Yeah.
0: It's a pretty good album. (laughs) I love that they start with Soldier Slide and they end with Lost in Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah. I am really glad that they came out with Hypnotize because I think Hypnotize is a great song. And then there's like one or two others on there. But God, I I do wish this was their last album.
1: Yep. I I feel the same way.
0: Fucking idiots. Fucking Surge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're terrible. We haven't
0: gotten to talk about (laughs) Armenian Genocide as much as we did last week. Rachel, do you want to- Very
2: disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i figured you had covered it all is there yeah. any, anything else you want to talk about we
0: did about a solid 20 minutes on geopolitics i think we're good we are going to take a break and we are going to get back with our awards and categories uh awards and categories that have become so popular maybe other podcasts are borrowing them from us <gasps> yeah. what yeah. bitches is we- it any
2: of our friend podcasts
0: while well, they were, oh. <laughs> I'd be much more upset if I didn't steal the idea from a different That's podcast. Okay. So I can't That's be fair. that mad about. It. Uh, we're gonna take a break.
1: We'll be right back.
0: How's the Casa Rita? What does it taste like? Great question. It
2: tastes like wine. It doesn't taste like a margarita.
0: White oh it tastes like white wine. Yeah. Like a drier wine or like a sweet like a Chardonnay or like a
2: Mm, It's sweet.
0: Like a Gewircht demeanor? Sure. Okay. Sure. Is demeanor German?
2: That sounds very German. Are you German?
0: I don't know. I used to think that I was half German until we all found out that we're just mutts of everything. Like
2: how that tattooed (laughs) you.
0: We have fans in Germany, so Perfect. I'll rock that shit. (laughs) We are back. Let's get into some awards and categories for 2005's System of a Downs, Mesmerize. We're going to start with the DMX Award, which I don't know how to reverse this. Uh, Rachel, what doesn't make this band unique?
2: I don't know. I don't know how to reverse it. What makes it unique? I was kidding. uh, the The thing that stands out the most to me are the vocals. Yeah. Amazing. They're unique. There's no other sound that I know of that sounds the same. Vocals, vocals. It
0: feels like it shouldn't work. Yeah. Darren's got this sup- super nasally, almost nerdy voice. Mm-hmm. And Surge is this very overly enunciated, goofy. On paper, it looks terrible, but it works better than most uh, uh, duo singers. I was mowing in a the lawn the other I've day,
1: heard. and I always am listening to something when I mow. And you know, when you're like doing mindless work like that your brain starts putting together connections that it normally wouldn't it, you're just in like almost like a meditative state and i have good ideas when i'm doing these things <laughs> start calling you lawnmower man yeah throwback it's a great movie great movie <laughs> what came to me was like lyrically and even musically but lyrically those two as a duo it's like devin townsend and andy kaufman's character Latka got together (laughs) (laughs) and did a musical project.
0: (laughs) I just think everything about this band is unique. They are their own genre. Evil touched on it before. They're one of those LA bands that came out around, kind of around that time in, you know, Tool and Rage and...
1: No one else sounds like those bands.
0: LA breeds a whole different kind of darkness. And (laughs) hey, it does wonders for music. There's... I gotta say... For as, as many problems as L.A. has, good God, they produce some good bands and artists yep. in its time and currently evil,
1: overrated, underrated or properly rated. I can only assess this from my perspective and looking back, I feel at least by me, it was very underrated because now yeah. I'm like fawning over the whole thing. In its time, I don't know, maybe it was properly rated in its time, but I feel like it should have aged way better than what it seems like it has. Toxicity is the only yeah. album that that people talk about. Right, and right. I feel like this one should be at least on par with it in the conversation. I agree.
0: I think in its time, probably properly rated. I mean, like Rachel verified they won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did okay but with it. I think currently this album is criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. It's why I'm so smart that I decided to do this episode. <laughs> I just... I, guys, I can't express enough how smart I am. Um, <laughs> Rachel, what about you? What do you think? Why are you laughing?
2: Uh, Nothing about you talking about your level of intelligence. Okay, good. Um, In its time, <laughs> I want to say... The band in in itself was nominated, I think, for six Grammys altogether, five or six. God, were they really? Yeah, they started getting their uh, Toxicity was nominated for Best Rock. They
0: were so popular. Mm -hmm. Performance. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Chop Suey was uh, Best Performance. Almost every album they put out. Probably more appreciated in the time than now, because same thing Eva was saying, like, listening to it now, it's amazing. And I didn't realize at the time, so probably rated pretty properly at the time. And then not at all enough Mm
0: -mm. currently. She really liked it.
2: Yeah, she did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. We found some heavier stuff for Rachel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Baby steps.
0: Influences and influencees. I'll tell you the two. I don't remember if I heard them say them in an interview, but the two that just would not stop coming up for me are Sabbath and Bowie. Hmm. This is like Black Sabbath and David Bowie had a baby and this is what came out. What about you guys? What do you think about influences and influences? Oh, and influences. I don't, it's hard to say. Right. Like it, yeah. I, I feel like this influenced everybody a little bit, but at the same time, it, nobody's yep.
1: sounded like this since. And if they tried to, how ridiculous would it be? It would, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like a, yeah. to talk about the other two bands we've lumped them in with. It would, it would be like a band trying to sound like Tool Or a band trying to sound like Rage. No. Chevelle tried that. It didn't work (laughs) out.
2: Oh, snap.
0: (laughs) Rachel, what about you? Um,
2: Very underlying. You could hear that Armenian vibe through it, which I have not heard in American music before. So, influences there. As far as influences, and I don't know, you know, Chicken Egg, which came first. A lot of the songs were very jarring to where it went from like these beautiful lyrics to screaming to beautiful lyrics and you didn't really know when what was gonna happen. It reminded me a little bit of Lincoln Park, Chester going from Oh, okay. The beautiful, beautiful vocals the to
0: soft loud, yeah. soft, heavy, yeah, yeah, soft. Yeah, yeah. When did Lincoln come out? Ninety so, hi, they're, hi, aren't they? are very, very similar. My right? theory was ninety nine, ninety six.
2: Right around the same time. And
0: system started at ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. So they're, yeah, same same thing. Yeah, I can see that. I think one of those bands takes themselves entirely too seriously, but yes. Yeah. Which well I guess makes sense now that we know what Chester was going through. Right. Which Right. I'm not I'm not a Lincoln Park guy, but man, that dude had some pipes. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slayer polka bobcat Goldthwaite.
2: <laughs> yeah those are great answers <laughs> those are the
0: influences that is better than sabbath bowie good job <laughs> never mind the bullocks award i think they have two insanely amazing albums mm-hmm. i think they have four incredibly good albums and they have way too much good stuff to call this their oh yeah their magnum For opus sure. or whatever john paul jones award the only person that I caught myself thinking, you know, it would be fun to have on like one song, just doing some random thing, is Tom Waits. What? I, I want to hear Tom Waits do some <laughs> fucking. If there was a, a random weird fucking L.A. style dude,
1: Tom Waitsy, <laughs> it's Tom Waitsy. <laughs> evil. What about you? Ugh. I don't think you can take any one of them out of the equation. That's the right answer, but I've used that too much lately, so I couldn't right. I couldn't do it. There's like this subtle saxophone in, is it violent pornography? There's like this really subtle saxophone in there. Really? Like, yeah, I think so. Holy shit. So, I don't know. Miles Davis. I want some Miles Davis <laughs> in my System of a Down. You've showed us the Sabbath jazz
0: thing? Yeah. I want System of a Down jazz.
1: Oh, that... <laughs>
0: oh oh my god all you jazz i think
1: you know what get on that we we talked about in the the band breakdown and you alluded to it with question is how musically adept they are but yeah they make it seem so simple to your point with that like allowing really adept musicians to play with this music would accentuate how complex it really is and how genius it really is i think that's a good idea I, I want to hear it. We're get on it. Get on that. Yeah. Get on it, somebody. Now, <laughs>
0: Teachem Young Award, Rachel. What song are you giving to kids to tell them to mm. learn you about system?
2: You didn't ask me who I want to put on the album.
0: Because I'm an asshole. Rachel, (laughs) what's your pick for the John Paul Jones Award? Okay. I'm sorry.
2: Here's where the letters come flowing in. Timing. The first one, newer Halsey, Trent Reznor Halsey.
0: So you don't want Trent Reznor, you want Halsey.
2: I want Trent Reznor Halsey. I want (laughs) Trent Reznor to produce Halsey (laughs) and put her on this album. And then the second one, which is waiting for your eyes to roll, Lana Del Rey.
0: I like that more than the Halsey one.
2: Really? Yeah. I thought I was gonna get
0: nah. a little bit of Halsey is garbage Halsey for that one. Feels forced. Lana Del Rey would just be like completely out of left field. Fuck it, bring Lana Del Rey in and see what she does. With- mm. I feel like System of a Down would be like. You know, it'd be weird if we brought fucking Lana Del Rey in and just had her <laughs> sing on a song. Like I could see them doing that. Okay. All right. What about the Teach 'em Young Award?
2: Uh, Byob, hands down. Yeah.
0: But he's scared of it. Maybe start him wider.
2: No, no. Throw him in the deep end.
0: <laughs> Violent pornography.
2: Yeah, no, maybe not. No. Maybe not that deep <laughs> of the deep end. Maybe just like six feet instead of 12 feet.
0: Yeah, there you go. Evil, what about you? Uh, uh I want to say BYOB, but she already took it.
2: You could say it. We
0: can do a unanimous BYOB. Perfect. I think. What person is not going to like that chorus? You show anybody BYOB, Mm -hmm. at least the chorus, and they're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is legit. John Popper Award. What's the best hook on this?
2: La, 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 (laughs) la. Hands down. I could not get it out of my head. So that one wins.
0: I'm kind of bummed that you knew this music already. Yeah. I had this picture of like, oh, my God, Rachel's going to turn this on. Soldier Slide's going to start. She's going to be like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. <laughs> and then all of a sudden that guitar, that. <laughs> and then that psychotic scream of why do they always send the. Po- I just I had this vision. <laughs> I knew you were <laughs> so excited listen. and I ruined everything. <laughs> uh, mine is the chorus to Revenge. My sweet revenge when the you start hearing the cowbell, mm-hmm. the ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding, ding. Holy shit. I could listen to that hooky chorus all freaking day. I don't know what they're talking about when somebody's (laughs) talking about like my revenge is yours for the take. God, it's like, fuck yeah. That's so (laughs) cool. I don't know what it means, but it's awesome.
1: There are so many that I could pick from and I'd probably pick something different if you asked me this. Yesterday, for the sake of answering the question, and I know that this was stuck in my head randomly. Hey man, look at me rocking out. I'm on the radio. Hey man, look at me rocking out about the video. It's yeah. just so catchy. My daughter's been singing it for
0: about 40 hours straight. You can't. It's yep. so it's such an earworm.
1: <laughs> it really is.
0: BYOB, The La Laws, Revenge <laughs> We're the Regulators, Radio Video, This Cocaine, like every single it's song. All catchy. Yeah. We haven't even talked about Sad Statue. Yeah. You and me will all go down in history, hook after hook after hook. Which leads us to the John Prime best lyrics. Award. I'm going to let you guys go first because I have like seven written down. So I'm going to let you steal them all. Evil. (laughs) You could steal a line from every single song. Yeah.
1: I don't even know what criteria to use to pick from because some of the (laughs) lyrics are so stupid, but they're so clever in the context of the song that we talked about this last episode too. I think it's such a good prescient lyric at the time because of how divided the country is. Now, seventeen years later, it's more poignant it, now than it was then. It is, and it's you and me will all go down in history with a sad Statue of Liberty and a generation that didn't agree. That one, yeah, that's the one
0: that has aged, unfortunately, like a fine wine. Oh yeah. my gosh, um, two generations now, uh, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> sad face Rachel. None of them agree. A <laughs> uh, sad face Rachel. What's your what's yeah. your favorite?
2: I already said these. But my cock is much bigger than yours,
0: Gonorio Gargonzola. Just clever. <laughs> you just really want. It. You I just, just really love just saying say cock because I
2: know my can. dad listens to this. I just want him to be proud of his little girl. Oh, <laughs> poor Gus. Hey, Gus.
0: You depend on our protection, yet you feed us lies mm. from the tablecloth. Yeah. Why do they always send the poor? Why don't presidents fight the war? We're the regulators that deregulate. You should have never trust his uh, delivery of you should have never trusted Hollywood mm-hmm. at the end of lost in Hollywood mm-hmm. is so,
2: so good. Like
0: you don't know who he's singing to specifically, but it's fucking heartbreaking, man. Like, or who he's singing about. If you grew up in Hollywood, it's probably the hundreds of thousands of drug addicts and yeah. sex workers and all these people that he's just watched come into town and the town just demolishes. And, mm-hmm. and then I also had the, You and me will all go down in history. Um, There's just so many good lines on this album. Unbelievable. The way that they were raised and the shit that all of them have been through individually, especially being Armenian-American, and their perspective leads to brilliant, brilliant writing. Eddie Van Halen Award.
2: I don't know, man. I, I felt like every song had something just really fantastic in it. I don't know how to narrow it down to something that stood out. I don't know.
1: Can't pick your favorite kids. It's
2: all so good.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I'm the same. This was the hardest one to pick. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I could pick something and I'd have a different answer each day. This one, I'm like, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't. It's understandable.
2: Maybe if I was, <sighs> if I don't know, I can answer for evil and myself, maybe just all of question, having it be like 35 time signatures Makes it fantastic. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I went with the the last forty seconds of Lost in Hollywood. Mm. Mm-hmm. The building harmonizing Serge starts doing his operatic, mm-hmm. overly exaggerated oz. And it's should it should sound ridiculous, but it is beautiful. And <laughs> uh, I'm just so fucking impressed with But that, that's that's
1: the thing. It is it is beautiful and ridiculous at the same time and, ridiculous. and that's why yeah. they're so genius
0: surfer rosa award this album is just so well built mm-hmm. we talked about the bookends we talk about yeah. song one to, to the last song every song fits well together there's yep. not one that you like maybe a little bit question you get to question and it's like oh this is a little bit different we've used the word jarring a lot for this band but it's system. It's supposed to be.
2: I completely agree. I had just written down that it flowed incredibly well. Like you said, bookends, having it hit really hard and slow down towards the end. There wasn't a boring part of it. Maybe I'd take out old school Hollywood, but outside of that.
0: But how else would we know that Tony Danza cuts in line, though? <laughs> we
2: wouldn't. I don't want anyone ruining Tony Danza for me.
0: So Time Your Life Award, Evil spoke. Question. spoke his. We know Rachel's.
2: Yep. Old school Hollywood.
0: And to know Rachel is to know me because that is also my least favorite song <laughs> on the album. I, I still love the song. If I had to skip a track every time I listen to this, it would be old school Hollywood. You guys are wrong.
1: I like that song. You're wrong.
0: Two against what? I like it too. Evil. I like it. It's just like Question for You. I like yeah, the song. That makes sense. It's yeah. just, you know, least favorite. Three best songs on the album. Rachel, what's your number three? Number
2: three is Sad Statue. That
0: is a great, great song. song. Well written. Mm-hmm.
2: Lots of meaning.
0: My third favorite is BYOB. Yesterday, I think it was my second favorite. So <laughs> I think when we first started, this was my first favorite. So, mm-hmm. Evil,
1: what's your third favorite? Also, Sad Statue.
0: Oh, twins.
1: twins. Twinsies.
0: And twins. I just remembered those beer commercials. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just remember that? <laughs> and twins. Evil, what's your second favorite? <laughs>
1: uh, my second favorite is BYOB. I think it might be the best, but it's my second favorite. I think so
0: too. I think it, it's probably the best song on the album, but mine is Revenja. It will be yours for the taking. I fucking love that song. Uh, Rachel, It's yours BYOB? BYOB. Wow.
2: Yeah, me and Evil. You only know you have to take... F- Two for three two. Three drinks
0: if you have the exact, if you have the same picks, right? We won't. Three drinks. drinks. That leads us to number one. Let's go right back to Rachel. What is your favorite song on this album?
2: Lost in Hollywood.
0: Is it really?
2: That hmm.
0: is. So Lost in Hollywood, BYOB, and Sad statue. Sad statue. It's a good three. Rachel, we both have the same favorite song on this album. Uh, Lost. <gasps> wow. What? There's something about Lost in Hollywood that it's not what you expect I can vaguely remember the first time I heard that song and just waiting for the other shoe to drop. When is this gonna become a Mm -hmm. insane fucking thing? And it just kept growing in meaning and getting more beautiful. And that's how they ended the album. And I've just I've been in love with it ever since.
1: Evil, what is your favorite song on this album? Well, you spoiled it earlier. (laughs) And it is Cigaro. Ah. I that song is so fun. It is a Fantastic. It's everything I love about them as a band. It's heavy. It's ridiculous. it's It makes you laugh. It's also very meaningful, and it's got that cynicism, the world and their viewpoint of it. Yeah. I love everything about it. Boy, we all... This might
0: be, this is surprising. This is like all three of us. I did not see this coming. Uh, Mm -mm. I'm going to start with who won the album. I think it's Darren. I think he did most of the writing on this. Uh, He has the producer credit. It seems like it's a little more, or the older stuff was maybe a little more Serge's vision. This was a little more Darren's. Or at least they had figured their formula out together. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, Darren, Evil, what
1: about you? Do you guys know anything about the lawsuit with Casey Chaos? Mm -mm. I think at some point he was listed as a co-writer for BYOB. Oh. I don't think he is any longer. He's in Scars on Broadway. Yeah. I think he was at one point listed as had writing credit on BYOB and no longer does. There was a lawsuit involved. I don't know who won the album, but I'm going to say he lost the album because I don't <laughs> think he's listed on it anymore.
0: <laughs> You're teaching me something. I'm going to have to read this after we get up. Thanks a lot because I haven't fucking rabbit-holed enough on this band either. <laughs> Rachel, what about you?
2: I wrote down that uh, heavy metal missionaries trying to get new converts probably won this album. Oh. Because Woo. as Jimmy said, this is not real metal. And this gets your feet wet into that genre. So I really to like be, this and I will listen to it again. To be clear, so.
1: even though it's not real metal, it's also not false metal. Fair. Yeah. It's good, heavy music.
2: Heavy music, light metal. I
0: edited this out of the last episode, but I'll say it here. When I was in the military and 98% of my friends were black, this was the only rock that, that I could listen to. And they'd be like, yeah, this is fucking cool. Everything else was rap, but I could turn on System of a Down and nobody would be like, shut the fuck up. (laughs)
2: not for the music at least it's
1: just different enough to be its own thing and like we said before they kind of created their own genre like even like rick rubin talking about him he's like you know it does a lot of the stuff that traditional metal music will do but if you listen to an iron maiden gallop on the guitar which is hugely influential across Mm -hmm. the, the metal verse And then you listen to System Do a Gallop. It's similar but completely different at the same time. They have their own rhythm, timings. It's like a weird, bizarro universe version of metal. Which is why
0: I love it. Yep. Only one thing left to do, and I have a good feeling about this. uh, We're going to rate this album. Is it truly a 10 out of 10? Had I lost my mind like I had on some of the ones that we had done before? Rachel what did you rate this album
2: you know i was really sad that you didn't ask us ahead of time because i really wanted both of you to have to drink on this
0: (laughs) i think i would have said that you would like a five out of ten
2: well you would have been within five points so (laughs) i said 9.5 out of 10. wow and i only said that because old school hollywood was a throwaway for me but outside of that it was amazing it was so well done it flowed so well just fucking fantastic I really, really enjoyed this.
1: Evil, what about you? You know, I've struggled in the past when we're doing album breakdowns on whether or not to give an album a full 10 review or not. Was so the last album review we did? Yeah. The last, yeah. I struggled with that because I really love that album, but I'm like, as a full album, I had to dock it a little bit and I didn't rate it a full 10. This one, hands down, 10 out of 10. No questions. Awesome. So yeah, me too.
0: If I'm rooting for an album, I can find myself in my head finding excuses to make it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. This time I was trying to find reasons to not make it a 10 out of 10. I think it's one of the most perfect heavy albums I've ever heard. I'm interested to someday do Toxicity because I would like to see if they have two 10 out of 10 albums. But yeah, that's why I had the scotch out last night because I was taking scotch pictures (laughs) with this 10 out of 10 album. (laughs) Wow. 29.5 out of 30. Not too shabby. pretty good. And that's mesmerized by system of a down and we are done with system of a down for a while good god please guys don't come out with like a surprise album (laughs) in four months or something i'm steal this album again yeah (laughs) i'm systemed out join us next week we are doing a whole year i'm not gonna say anything about it yet i don't feel like it so there rachel (laughs) i'm so happy we found a heavy album that you enjoyed
2: we can put this on the
0: road trip playlist
1: crazy hell Reality. yeah
0: and twins <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that's is that the is my that thing the now episode name? yeah
0: i'm not gonna be able to not say that for like <laughs> a year now that sucks evil thanks for joining in jesus i haven't even been drinking thanks for joining you had a double nerd day you had game nerd yep. and then music yep. nerd day you're nerded out nerd Do you, are you doing anything nerdy tonight i'll try okay good man Read a book or
1: something stupid like that. I think I'm actually grilling burgers and planting trees later, so I don't know if that's nerdy. No, that's manly. That's good.
0: Thank you both. You're the best people that I have gotten to talk to today. I'm glad we liked it. Everyone out there, go listen to some
1: System of a Down. We're the best people you've gotten to talk to today?
0: Yeah. Just today. Just today. Yep. (laughs)
1: Left-handed compliment.
0: That's not true either, because I got to talk to my daughter today. I was going to say. Sorry. Stories mm. full of holes. Uh, everybody. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> good night and good luck. Oh, I, oh, I, I want to
1: stay right by your side.